Praise be Jesus and Mary. Now and forever. Well, that's the very last one. The last reading of the entire year. And what's the message our Lord is sending us with? Stay awake. Be ready. Be ready for the what? The coming of the kingdom. Yeah, and so it's it obviously every individual has a, a particular judgment, and there have been billions of people on this earth that have come and gone that have not seen the coming of the kingdom. But it's the spirit that he wants. Yes. Sweet boy, I love you. You have to be louder. Because that's that's a great question. That's actually what was my point. It's your disposition. It's how we should always be. We should always have our what do you say? Our our belts tightened, and our um, linens girt or whatever they call it yeah. in the old days. We should be travelers. That's right. That you should. That we should be travelers in this in this life in this age. This is not our home. His point is this is not our home. That when. He said, and actually that was the first part, he said, Jesus said to his disciples, watch yourselves or your hearts will be coarsened. Coarsened. That's an interesting word. What does that translation say? Drowsy. Drowsy. Interesting. So I like like this one because it it says, beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and and anxieties of daily life. And... I just think like how easy it is for you to just um, forget Jesus every every day. Like mm-hmm. it's like if fun things are happening. Yep. If life's like one big party or or worrisome or or the opposite where you got a lot of things on your plate. Yeah. And then the logical thing would be to just go to Jesus, but a lot of times like we don't go to Jesus when we're suffering. We don't. Because we want to handle it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and like, we self-align it. Yeah. And it also kind of reminds me of like, I see it myself when like, when I think, oh, I've conquered sin, like, I'm, I'm good. I haven't sinned in a long, in a long time, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. And then like, I start to get like, pretty like, confident. And mm-hmm. then that's when I fall, you know? That's yeah. when I don't really need Jesus. And yeah. And I fall. And then it's almost like Jesus is like, Oh, happy fault! Because now you you can realize that you need me again, and so the sin becomes a way to him, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. That's right, and the and the, the temptation is the spur for the horseback rider, and we're the horse. He's like he he spurs us along with the need to come to him, and that's why it's whether you know your heart becomes drowsy or coarsened with the things of this world, either the attractions or the worries then that's what Jesus is saying, that, that we, it, they are like, he says, um, or the, um, and that day will be, sprung, will be sprung upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come down on every living man on the face of the earth. Stay awake. And so this is the point, just exactly your point, Andrew. Stay awake, praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen and to stand with confidence before the Son of Man. Because it's, it's on multiple levels. Again, Holy Scripture being pregnant. It's on multiple levels. And the one, so the actually the more important one is what Andrew was talking about, which was fighting temptation, constantly being in the presence of God and not being distracted by the things of this world. Because that's that's what, like how did Satan tempt our Lord on the three temptations? It was all with things of this world. 
power, f- food, um, uh, yeah, and um, sa- and safety, wasn't it? Because it's like you throw you off, and the angels oh, yeah. are going to catch you. Yeah. yeah, or I'll give you all the things of this world, and I give you power. And um, what's that? No, but uh, no, but he's like he's a bad trader, and all he has to trade with are the things of this world that he can get his hands on. He is the prince of this world, and our Lord gave him certain. Uh, like a certain dominion over things, but only insofar as he's allowed. He has to, you know, he has to go ask permission to tempt us every time. It's busy that way with our Lord. He he asks permission to tempt us, but he can only like take something from this world and show it to you and say, "Hey, do you want this? Do you want to go after it, or do you want to be worried about it and take your heart off of eternal things?" See, see that's like that's something I'm that's something like I'm a little confused about. Mm-hmm. Is like why would why would Jesus, like, I don't know, why would Jesus, like, be, like, kind of like a agreement with Satan, like, giving him dominion, or, like, in the book of Job, it's like, yeah, you can, yeah, I'll allow you to go and um, take away everything from Job, mm-hmm. and it almost seemed like they were not, like, enemies. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I know, because he's, he's, uh... So, Andrew, if you explain like, the Japanese expression, I always go back to it, katta inu. Katta inu. Like, if you have your, a, a dog as a pet, uh-huh. it's almost like the devil is, a, is like a useful idiot. And, like, you, the, our Lord has the devil almost as a pet on a leash to go do the things that he wants him to do. Like, go over here. And he's very obedient. Because the devil, he has all these psychological disorders and spiritual disorders, and he can't help but tempt you. And he'll go like everywhere he wants to, like, go, 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 go. Tempt any way he can. And he tries to be strategic and try and trap souls, but our Lord knows how to use him for good. I almost think, like, most people think of the devil as something different, like a, like kind of like a yin and yang, you know? 100%. Like, there's God and then there's the devil. Right. It's like opposing sides, whereas in reality, it's like, they're not even equal at all. No. And the, and the devil's so disordered and dysfunctional, he can't help himself. So you remember that, the very last scene in The Passion of the Christ? Mm-hmm. When, the, when it's like, it's looking straight down on the devil and he's kneeling in the wasteland. And he's like, what did I do? No. <laughs> because, because he couldn't help himself but egg on all of these men to go crucify the Lord and effect redemption. He couldn't help himself. Had he known, then, or had he been able to stop himself, then he would have thought, oh my, this is going to bring down my entire kingdom. I don't want to crucify this man, but he can't help it. And so that's where, it's, we've talked about it a lot lately, on the, um, this yin-yang idea. On, it's called duality. And even inside the church, there was, um, there was, one, there was one of the, the readings that was in, in the missile where it talked about um, Lord, you know, like protect us from the bad things that could happen to us. Almost as if they're outside and they're powerful and they're going to come get us and, oh, Jesus, please, you know, comfort us when they do happen to us, as opposed to, as opposed to God being in charge and letting them happen to us, right? This is St. Alphonsus Liguori, Uniformity of God's Will. You see everything that comes to you is coming from the hands of God, everything, even the so-called bad things. And so that's, that is, you're right, that's the opposite of this notion of duality, that, that they're equal and opposite forces, the good and the bad. Yeah, that's, it's an awesome point, Andrew. Awesome point. Yeah, Daddy? Yeah? 
Oh yeah. He did. He did, but he didn't realize that the humanity of Christ was the same as the divinity of the Triune Godhead that he had to go ask permission of before he tempted it. Because he, like the Lord, prevents people from knowing things, so people or angels from knowing things um, for their own good, or or in the case of the devils, uh, to use them. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, this this is the idea that we have to stay uh, we have to stay vigilant because our personal judgment at the end of our lives and the individual temptations that we have to overcome during the course of our lives, like Andrew is talking about, are the most important thing. And on a higher level, for the world and for the church, that we have this the the, the climax of all of salvation history with the eschatological events. That, uh, that we all know um, and are looking forward to, like our Lord commands us. He commands us to, to look forward to them, be prepared, so that we can, um, praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Christ our King. Thank you. Thank you.